All right, we're recording live from the floor at the Long Beach Comic Expo. So if you hear a bunch of noise behind us, guess what? It's noisy. It's fans. It's comic book fans, and they're, <laughs> they're walking around. Um, I'm here with Daryl, and what are we going to do today, Daryl? We're going to talk to people. We're going to ask some questions. We're going to ask That's which right. Avenger is most likely to die in Endgame. Which Avenger is most likely to die in Endgame. So we'll end up with a whole bunch of people's opinions on that. Yeah. We'll put them together. We'll release it as a show. We're giving away some Urban Vinyl headphones. We're doing a lot of stuff down here. We are. We're also asking, uh, will Kylo Ren be redeemed? Oh, yes. They get to, add, they get to choose between <laughs> they want to talk about death or redemption. Yeah. Either way <laughs> Who doesn't want to talk about that? Who Either doesn't want to talk dark. about those yeah. things? Either way, it's dark. <laughs> anyway, so if you're, if you're not here, we're down at booth um, 118. You can come down and check us out. 518. What did I say? 118? Yeah, 518. 518. Um, and in the meantime, we'll, we'll collect some interviews for you guys, too. See what people's opinions are about this stuff. We've got a couple guests lined up to talk to us later on or throughout the weekend. But before we do that, we thought it'd be good for you guys to hear at least our opinions on the questions that we're going to be asking, because we might push back a little bit on the guests based on whatever it is we're doing. Yeah. So the first question, we have two questions. One is, I, I think I already mentioned it, but one is, will Kylo Ren be redeemed? The other question is, who's going to die in Endgame? So let's start with the who's going to die in Endgame. A lot of people are interested in that. Daryl Smith, what is your prediction <laughs> for who's going to die in Endgame? Oh, man. Uh, definitely at least one of the original Avengers, for sure. Mm-hmm. Everybody keeps th- thinking Cap. That seems to be the most popular answer. I really think more that it'll be Tony than I do Cap. You think it'll be more? Oh, so you think Cap has a, the, the ability to, to live through it? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, any of them could, but I think most likely to die for me is yeah. Tony. Most likely to die. Now, what is your rationale for... What is your prediction for why Tony's going to die? Because he's, he's sort of the father figure, right? He's the one that started everything. I mean, Nick Fury, true. I guess, could be ar- said that he's the one that started everything. But That's true. Tony is the original Avenger in yeah. this cinematic universe. Right. And it just seems like if somebody's going to sacrifice to save everybody else, yeah. it's probably going to be him. Okay. And you Cap kind die. of already did it, right? Like, he did it in his first film. And a lot of people are saying, well, maybe true. Cap won't die. Maybe he'll... Maybe they'll travel in time or something to save everybody, and he'll yeah. get he'll choose to stay in the past and stay with Peggy or something like that. <laughs> so you think it's that Cap is most likely to die? Yes. In Endgame. No. Who else, or least likely? You Tony. think Tony's most likely? To die. Who else is going to die? I don't think Cap is least likely. What's your percentage breakdown on Cap? I mean, he's probably second in line for okay. me. I would imagine. Okay. It's the one that's going to hurt the most for sure if he dies. Yes, it is. That'll make me cry. It is going to hurt quite a bit. Okay, so anybody else have a possibility in your mind? Oh, there's possibilities all over the place, sure. Okay. I, I'm sure that we'll see several people die. <laughs> I mean, it's a good way to... If we hadn't brought your high down... I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's a good way to, to yeah. shave off some of the costs, right? Like That's true. Eliminate some of these higher-paid actors and bring in some new lower-paid ones, but... We've been asking people to fill out who they believe is going to die. Yeah. And so far, Cap is like the ultimate winner. Like yes. he's, he's by far taking it home the most likely to die yeah. based on people votes. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are saying Thanos, which Thanos is not an Avenger, so that doesn't quite qualify. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, 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 get the, I get the impulse. It doesn't, for sure. quite, it doesn't quite fit. Yeah. Okay, so I'm I think anybody you, could die, though. I mean. Yeah. What do you think about Hawkeye? He could die. There's some, there's some votes for Hawkeye. Totally. Black Widow. 
Probably not. I mean, there's a Black Widow movie coming. Right. But maybe that's a prequel. So I don't know for Could sure. Could be a prequel, yeah. Okay. I think the only ones that are for sure going to make it out are like Spider-Man, yeah. Black Panther. Black Panther. Probably Bucky and Falcon. Right. You know, ones that we've heard have something else coming. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, so here's my take. I think that Cap is going to die. Okay. And I guess he could do his, like, riding off into the sunset with Peggy thing. But I would prefer him just to be, just to die, actually. Evil. Well, no, no, no. I mean, like. You're so evil. I mean, I want the best for that character. (laughs) But at the (laughs) same time. the best. Well, at the same time, like, like, some people got to die. Yeah, I know. It's we true. can't always have people just like fade off into the sunset. Yeah. In a Death nice needs way. to become a real thing. In exactly, the exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that uh, Captain America is going to die, and I think because we talked about this with we've talked about this with Helen, we've talked about this on other podcasts. His arc, he's gone through the most arcs of any character so far, besides yeah. besides Thor, yeah. and besides Tony. The or three maybe, of them, maybe even more than them. Maybe even more than them, but that, that's the level that they're at. Yeah. They're like that kind of level of arc. Yeah. They've been through a lot of, they've been through a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think Cap's going to die. I think my second, so I'm 90% on Cap. I think I'm maybe 95%. If you count the Peggy ending as death, quote unquote, like, like in other words, he's no longer going to move forward in the MCU. I'm well, like 99% yeah. at that I point. I mean, yeah, I would, I mean, that's. I don't know that that's death. I think that's his ideal life. Like, he finally gets to put all this behind and just be with Peggy. Yeah, so maybe maybe the better, the better thing to say would be, like, the end of... Yeah, yeah. The end of Cap in the MCU. Yeah. Okay, so end of Cap in the MCU, I'm super behind... Like, not super behind it. I, I, I think it's going to happen. That's my prediction. So the second one for me, a lot of people are saying Tony. And I get it, because you're right. It, like, has a lot of symmetry. Yeah. He saw the vision, which I had forgotten about. Right. Um, but, yeah, you're right. That's, that's pretty key. But here's the thing. We have a couple things from Tony. We know he's mentoring Spider-Man. Right. So he still has a purpose for, to be around. Or yeah. he has an exit because he's got a legacy character. Yeah, he does. But here's, here's I guess the, the problem I have is that the scene between him and Pepper that starts out Infinity War, there is a scene wherein they talk about having kids. And he's like, I had a dream that we had a kid. And he's essentially talking about giving up being Iron Man to start a family and settle down. Which he's talked about before and not followed yes, through on. And not followed through on. That's the that's the thing. So I feel like a good ending for him, I feel like a death for Tony is almost easier than putting something down and being a mentor and not thinking he's going to have a suit to save everybody again. Uh And I think it's, it's more in alignment with his character arc. I, so I don't think he's going to die. I do think Thor is going to die. And this is where a lot of other people disagree with me because a lot of people say like, oh, they choose Iron Man over Thor. I choose Thor over Iron Man. And I choose Thor over Iron Man because somebody we were talking to somebody earlier. Um, and, uh, and he goes, yeah, but he's like the last Asgar- Asgardian. That's like no other Asgardians. Yeah, I said that. <laughs> yeah. He's, uh, everybody around him has already died. And that's why I think it's actually, it's like, it's easier to settle that. It's easier to settle that in the story that we're given. But is it as powerful? No. Like, is it a more powerful story if he goes on for Asgard? For Asgard, you know? <laughs> beard or no beard? Long hair or no I long hair? I don't care. I don't know. <laughs> but I, with Tony. Yeah. 
you, you talk about the kid thing. You talk about the scene where they're talking right. about having a kid and stuff. Right. It could be that he dies, and then we find out that Pepper was already pregnant, and yeah, we come see? to find out that he has a kid who will, you know, there's a little Stark that'll carry so, things on. Endgame ends this phase of the MCU. Yeah, in some way, yeah, yeah. for sure. So I can't imagine that they want to end this phase <laughs> on, like, Tony's dead and he has a kid on the way. That's so brutal. Yeah. That's way more brutal than Thor dying and being the last Asgardian to die. But something's going to be brutal. I mean, I feel like I'm saying Asgardian. <laughs> <laughs> like the Grandmaster. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's going to be brutal no matter what. These yeah. are characters that we've been with for 10 years. For a long time. Well, and it's going to hurt. That's the point of it. Yeah. But if they don't do it, then I feel like it hurts. I haven't said a whole lot about this yet, but I yeah. feel like it hurts the MCU going forward because sure. they've already sort of given the message that eh, we're not really going to kill anybody off. The stakes aren't that high. True. And if they don't do it here, yeah, we'll never believe it. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah, it creates it creates big problems if they don't kill somebody off here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then what are they? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Now, I... I kind of hope that Gamora stay, Gamora and Loki stay dead. That'd be nice. Yeah. I don't think Gamora is, though. I don't, I don't have that I, I mean, intuition. I wouldn't mind Gamora coming back. I think she's a really interesting character. But, I'm, yeah, I'm done with Loki. Yeah. But, like, I don't think that Star-Lord is going to come back and then die again. I don't think that Groot is going to come back and die again. Although Groot dies all the time. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but I don't think that, uh, that Rocket's going to die. I don't think that that's going to happen. So... I do not think Black Widow is going to die at all. Yeah. That just doesn't sit right with me. Um, Hawkeye, I think Hawkeye's going to show up and be in the Ronin armor because his family has faded out yeah. and he's pissed. Yeah. But I don't think he's going to die because I think they're going to come back yeah. in the restoration. I everything. think he might get a happy ending. I think he's going to get a happy ending. He has an easy He has an easy out to go live on a farm with his family. That's yeah. cake, right? Yeah. So, all right. So you have our takes. I think we address most of the characters. I mean, obviously, I don't think I don't think Hulk's gonna die. Banner's not gonna die. No, because what's the point? I mean, yeah, there's not a whole lot of story point to that. No, no, there's not any story point to that. So covered most of the characters there. Um, that's our take. We have Tony Kim with us. Tony, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? Not too bad. We just so, finished uh, some delicious con burgers. <laughs> I know. Yeah. You're like, what are the chances I get sick Ang- from this Angus, later on? Angus beef, 100%. Yeah, it's just delicious. Yeah, exactly. So uh, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your company. Yeah, so my name is Tony. Um, my fan website. It's called Crazy for Comic Con, uh, where I write about uh, cons and fandom. But my company is here within, and we do sophisticated geek fashion for fans. Yeah, so, and yeah. it's awesome stuff. You have to go check it out because Thank you. you can wear it to work half yeah. the time. Most yeah. of the time, yeah. And not on Casual Friday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is super cool. I can wear it to work every day. So, yeah. <laughs> so. Okay, so th- we have two questions that we're asking everybody. And Daryl and I just covered this ourselves, so now now I'm curious to see what people say. Um, The two questions are, will Kylo Ren be redeemed, which we didn't actually talk about. We'll have to go back. Uh, Yeah, we'll get there. And also, who's going to die in Endgame? Uh, Kylo. Uh, Yeah, I think he will. I think that um, 
it, that certainly seems like the natural arc of the of this trilogy. Mm. Although it's been a really peculiar arc. <laughs> the, this arc's like a roller coaster ride arc for both him and for uh, for Ray. So you would think that this is that it would it's naturally leading to a redemption, but it it does seem like that, especially in the last movie, they kind of was subverting expectation a little bit, right. you know. And do you so, want him to be redeemed? Um, or do you want the satisfaction of seeing him die? <laughs> <laughs> the satisfaction. You know, leading question. You know, it's kind of funny because after the first movie, he was not generally regarded like. You know, people were kind of complaining that he's kind of whiny for a villain. And then, like, he totally just offs Han Solo, right? (laughs) Right. And then the next movie, everyone's, like, shipping him with Rey and all this. It's like, (laughs) he just killed the greatest cinematic character in history, and yet you're still, like, shipping him with Rey. Like, what is is happening? I think uh, Paul Verhoeven was on our show, and he said, he's literally a war criminal. Stop trying to have sex with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, what I... Probably what I would like to see is, yes, like there be some type of uh, um, maybe similar to uh, ever since his hero and idol is Darth Vader. There is some sort of last minute redemption, but then he ends up dying at the end. I feel like that's probably, um, you know, the most like given where the trilogy has been gone. I feel like that would be the most acceptable solution, you know. Um, But they've surprised us before and uh, you know um, it's 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 kind of hard to imagine um, a character like that go through do everything that he's done yeah and uh, you know because he is he's a war criminal and still live happily ever after it's yeah. kind of hard to imagine <laughs> right. but yeah we'll see yeah. what did I, you guys decide we haven't talked about it oh, yet okay. yeah, we yeah. we're gonna we're gonna talk about it I think um, the interesting thing to Paul Verhoeven's point and to your point, yeah. it does feel like he has to die. Like, Vader had to die. Yeah, like if Vader would have gone on living. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, especially after the prequels. Yeah. You're like, he killed a bunch of kids, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, there's like, just no way. <laughs> yeah. So I think that that's a, that's, a good, that's a very good answer. That's a very good take. So what about Endgame? Talk to us about Endgame. Yeah, Endgame. <clears throat> um, I feel like maybe in a similar vein, um, it's Captain America. I think he's, I think it's, that's his natural, like, I feel like they've made him the, especially in this last couple of teasers, they, they're making him the emotional core of the mm. teaser, you know, the trailer. Yeah. And it feels like that um, it might be his time to, like, ultimately sacrifice and to, to make the big, because that was kind of alluded to um, in Captain America, uh, First Avenger, as well as in the first Avengers movie about, um, the idea of sacrifice and you're not when it comes to the I forget what the exact wording was but like uh, when it comes to the big play you're, you're not yeah. willing to sacrifice oh, yourself yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. something like that and I feel like that that would really be a fitting end of you know because we all know that Chris Evans is going to play that character forever you right, know right, right. Um, so it seems like that would be the uh, really fitting way I don't think um, Tony Stark's going to die I think that oh, he'll probably nice. you're, on my, you're on my page yeah I don't I think <laughs> I, I just think gave Tony a fist bump ganging up against me yeah. I, th- I think he'll he'll probably take a back seat and be the new Stan Lee the, to appear in a difference mm. you know to kind of give his blessing to different characters yes but I think he'll probably <laughs> when Tony makes it it's a good yeah. point when I make it he's like what's <laughs> wrong with you he puts it so eloquently <laughs> I don't know what to tell you because <laughs> you know I think they need someone to kind of besides Nick Fury to, to be that like the, 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 you know, the kind of join all those characters and stories together. And I yeah. feel like he'd be the right person to do that, you know? And, um, cause yeah, he obviously doesn't want to keep 
playing that character hardcore forever, but right. he'll probably they'll they'll back up the money truck and say, hey, just <laughs> give us five <laughs> minutes right. of your time for each <laughs> movie, right. and so. Um, and he's so perfect in that kind of role yeah. too, because he's funny. Yeah, he's into, like I think Robert Downey Jr. is the kind of guy who you can see for thirty seconds on screen and yeah. Im- immediately like him. Yeah, there's not everyone that can pull that off. Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. you need to know a little bit more about him, a little bit more of their background. Yeah, but um, okay. So what, yeah, what, what, but but I do think that it's it's caps. It's his, it's his time, unfortunately. And I think that's gonna the the, the world will weep will, will, in unison. <laughs> yeah. But he does have two built-in legacy characters too. With Falcon yeah, and I Bucky. Yeah. yeah, totally, totally. So, you know, I feel like that the only way that fandom will be able to go on is if they, if there's some sort of direct illusion that Bucky will take over the mantle, yeah. you know? Yeah. Of yeah. course, Falcon can, and I think that would be really cool too. But I think that there's so much love for Winter Soldier. Yeah. And they want to, he, he, while he's been redeemed I feel like the completion of a redemption would be picking up the shield and yeah. Yeah, you know totally. like moving forward yeah uh, but it's still the same time he's he's killed a lot of people too that's <laughs> <laughs> true you know it's I mean, true. he just he just whacked uh, Stark's parents yeah. so <laughs> it's like you know uh, I don't know so but so I, what is your take because there's just a little bit of contention on this one what do you think about Thor again meta knowledge tells us that Hemsworth can't he doesn't want to keep roiding up for the rest of his life. <laughs> so, he's already wanted to get out, too. Yeah, like, Tycho breathed uh, new yeah, life into him, but yeah. before that, I, Whether he dies or not, I feel like he is going to have to put the hammer down, and I think that yeah. if, they, if they do Lady Thor, I think that would really be not just awesome, but timely, as well as a, a great continuation of that character, and then maybe yeah. if you know Thor kind of they, they let him off in green pastures and hang out with his dad somewhere, then that's fine. Yeah, yeah. But, um, uh, I think a, I think it's time for Lathor. I just think that when you really consider the current Avengers, and thankfully um, Captain Marvel will be joining the mix as the first female heroine or right. first heroine, but they still need more. They need more representation. They really do need more ladies to take the center stage. And um, you know, it's probably going to be a while till we see a, a lady Cap. Right. It'll probably be a while till we see. I don't think we'll see Pepper as uh, rescue anytime soon. Mm. And so I think that Lady Thor is really the right time. You know, yeah. in person. the comics, that's Jane Foster, right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But it'd be weird so. to see Natalie Portman play. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so not maybe. What about Valkyrie? Like maybe yeah, Valkyrie right. could survive and take over the mantle. Yeah. Oh, for that would sure. be cool for yeah. sure. So I think it's. I think they need to. And my guess is that Captain Marvel will, be, will do very well, and they'll yeah. they'll be like, who you know, who else can we fast track as far as a, a heroine is concerned? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would be cool to see um, Lady Thor like rise up. Yeah. For sure. So if yeah. you had your choice of which actress would go on to play Lady Thor, who would you pick? You know, I, I wouldn't want Natalie Portman to do it, okay. um, mainly because of clearly she's just not into that. Like right. I think she's yeah. good, you know, and. You know, guys like Hemsworth and Evans were, they caught them at the more of the beginning of their career and they really grew into that role. Right. And so I think you want to find someone who wants to really take that role on for the next five or 10 years or however yeah. long, you right. know, and that's not going to be Natalie Portman. I mean, she'd be, no. I'm a big fan of hers and she'd be great. She's a little tiny, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think whoever they find, I think they, you'd want them to like really like embrace that role for a, a, a you know, for a long, a long haul. So, um, but yeah, I mean, no one, no one jumps to mind. Yeah. I, I hope whoever they get though is very physical. Yeah. Maybe yeah. like um, 
uh, I could see someone who's a, 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 an athlete, someone who's, yeah. and it would be cool if it was someone that was a person of color. It wasn't necessarily have to look like sure. a Norse, you know, right. mythology, but someone that has like a little color would be cool. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it'd be, I think it'd be great. I, yeah. I, it's going to be, um, I think San Diego Comic-Con this year will be really fascinating as well as D23. Once we're past Endgame and Marvel can start talking about and announce oh, yeah. all their future projects. That'll be crazy. Because I think everyone's just dying to know what's going to happen next. With, yeah. You know. but, I, but now you, you, you mentioned it, I definitely could see both Cap and Thor maybe maybe dying in this, you know, in this <laughs> right. film. So. Yeah, it gets Which, intense really fast. Another popular choice that we've seen from people is Hawkeye. Yeah. Well... <clears throat> But he's kind of making his return back to, exactly. you know, so it didn't yeah. seem like, I mean, I guess he could, it's just for sure. And it's so easy for him to retire being yeah. Hawkeye and go live with his family. Yeah. So yeah. it seems kind of like a normal thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Plus, I mean, not to sound mean, but would we care? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would we he care if Hawkeye died? Yeah, I don't no. think he's going to, he's definitely not going to be coming back in his own movie anytime soon, <laughs> solo yeah, film. Right. So it, it, it probably would be like fitting for him to, you know, his, somehow his, if there's a, um, a post- or a, an unsnap that occurs and people come back and right. his, maybe his family comes back and then yeah. he permanently hangs up the bow or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I guess I, it doesn't, I don't know. It just, it doesn't, maybe I'm cynical, but it doesn't seem like a lot of the characters will die for good. It seemed like that. I mean, it's not like, especially since obviously most of them have new movies coming out and right. all that. So it seems like almost everyone's going to come out except for maybe one or two, you know, big ones. But yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's just awesome that they did it. Yeah. It's, I don't care if, if they have their own movies coming out. It doesn't care if we have that sort of meta knowledge. The fact that they went for it and that we're experiencing that oh, yeah. is truly a unique, such a unique it's privilege insane. in history because like, we'll never, like for all of us who have started out 10 years ago with the movies, it all culminates in the, in the snap and then we have a post, you know, the fact that we're experiencing it, like it'll never, like our kids will never have anything like this. Totally. And it's like such a like awesome privilege that we get a chance to experience this for the first time. Absolutely. Oh, it's, it's, it's insane. crazy. So it's insane. It's, it's very cool. So yeah, yeah. Yep. I agree. Well, I think that's the two questions we had. Great. Excellent answers. Thank you. Thanks for dropping by. And yeah. where can people find you? Yeah, you could uh, find my personal website and on Twitter at crazy for comic con the number four. And then you can come to herewithinstore.com or Here Within Inc. on all, all of our social. Yeah, and you guys have new Black Panther gear. You have yeah. new Avengers gear. Yeah, we have a new Captain Marvel piece that's that's out, too. That's awesome. Yeah. Super cool. Thanks for dropping by, Tony. All right, thank really you. Really appreciate it. All right. Well, what's up, guys? We're here at the Long Beach Comic Expo, and we have another guest joining us, Buddy Scalera. Welcome. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. I pretty much just demanded to be on the air. That's no, great, right? We, I was just... We've actually been wandering around looking for people, so... Yeah, it's perfect. It's perfect. I was pretty excited. I just... I like the title of your podcast, and now I'm going to be checking it out on Stitcher, which... Sweet. Uh, yeah, I love, the, nice. I love that premise that you described, Jay. Yeah, cool. Cool. Well, tell people a little bit about what you do before we dive into our questions. Let them know where sure. they can find your work and uh, such. So my name is Buddy Scalera, and I run something called Comic Book School. Uh, it comes from years of trying to figure out how to create comic books. The resource was not there. Um, about uh, 12 years ago, I created my first photo reference CD-ROMs. I did three CD-ROMs, hmm. and then later I did six books on photo reference and uh, one on how the process works. Um, I keep up with these conventions because I feel like it's really hard for the next generation of creators to learn 
how to make a book. And yeah. I take it from the perspective, so I'm also a comic book writer for Marvel Comics, but I don't teach. Hmm. I enable more talented creators than me to teach. So I take a journalistic perspective the way you guys are doing, hmm. which is just open the floor, let them speak, because there are a lot of really um, questionable resources out there. Sure. And people can learn right. the wrong way sure. or become discouraged. Yeah. So what comic book school is, is um, we'll uh, break down a script. So today we broke down a script written by Ron Mars. Mm. Uh, we had Rick Leonardi, the artist, uh, describing how he drew the script. Then we broke down uh, pencils, inks, colors, letters. And then in real time, we had another artist who was drawing, Gus Vasquez, was drawing in real time. He didn't get to see the art until the final reveal, no and then we all assessed the art together. Oh, that's so we cool. got to see how two artists interpreted the same script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That was. I don't have short answers. No, that's <laughs> great. So just be careful. That's a We're a podcast. Answer. We don't like short answers. They, <laughs> they don't make for good conversations. That's true. So that's cool though, because I don't think people really understand how much goes into the process of getting just like a single page made. It's crazy. It is crazy, and and really, you you no matter what. Um, I say there's the rule of 10. Mm. The first 10 of anything you do sucks. <laughs> you just don't know it yet. True. And what we're trying to do is help people to understand, yeah, we all fail. It's a very iterative learning process. Yeah. And um, I always recommend do 10 of something that you really love mm. and then don't show anybody. Mm. Mm. Don't show anybody because everyone's reaction is going to be like, hmm, it's done. And <laughs> right. you're like, that's not what I was looking for. So you go through 10, put them in the drawer. You can go back again and restart it, but after 10, you'll have written through your imitations, your homages, mm. uh, your clumsiness, your 16 panel pages, mm. your things where there's two actions on one panel. Yeah. You write through it, and then you start to see what real writing is all about. So what I'm here to do is try to help people to overcome that. Right. Feel They feel the need. I, I, I wrote it, and it's drawn. I have to sell it, and it's like, it's okay if you don't. Because uh. I'm not going to read your stuff twice if you're not good. Yeah. Like, I'll listen to this podcast once. <laughs> if it's not it's good, good, I'm done. You're not coming back. I'm not even going to listen to my episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you got to be good in this day and age. Attention is valuable, right? Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we're asking a couple questions here. Could we throw some at you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we're asking two questions of people that we talked to today. The first of which being, and this is a little dark, I know. Who do you think is most likely to die in Avengers Endgame? So it's a good thing you said Avengers Endgame, because we, we, earlier Jay and I were talking about Muppets Endgame. Oh, yeah. which totally is a different. Complete, totally a different yeah. one. And a much yeah. darker question. <laughs> is a darker question there. That's right. Um, I think, uh, considering the actors, I think uh, Cap has got to go. Mm. Uh, and I think Tony Stark has got to go. Oh, it's on you. you got one on your side now. That's what we're fighting about. I think, <laughs> I think Iron Man, he doesn't believe me. Well, Rhodey has obviously put the suit on. True. Now he's damaged. That's true. But That's true. Downey has embraced it, but Chris uh, Evans has said he's done. Yeah. yeah. And uh, the dude, uh, Chris Hemsworth, who I believe Marvel worked with his parents 32 years ago and really? bred the Hemsworths <laughs> to be four. I think so, yeah. That's it. That's their only existence. They would check right. in every year and go, how's he doing? He's tall and blonde. Keep going. That's right. Um, so I think he'll stay. I think, obviously, anything with the newer actors... Yeah. I don't think it's going to be character-based as much as it's going to be actor-based. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Spider-Man's going to be back. I think your Guardians will be back. Black Panther. Hey, Black Panther's yeah. an easy win. Yeah. Hawkeye, what happened to Hawkeye? They just got tired of Jeremy Renner and just... <laughs> has anybody been in as many comic book movies as Chris Evans? 
Oh, oh I know. Question. Seriously, Human Torch and He's Scott Pilgrim. Everything. Scott Pilgrim, yeah. Losers. Losers. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah, I forgot about Losers. The losers. It's a great movie. So I mean, he's been in quite a lot. Yeah, it's true. So he's he's definitely. I think he's he's got to be done with Cap. Yeah. And I see, I could see him becoming Nomad and then handing the shield over to someone else. Obviously, yeah. the Falcon might is. I right. feel like is the heir apparent. Right. And then what was it? Uh, Riri. Who's the uh, Who's the Female, uh, yeah, Riri Iron Williams. Man. Riri Williams. Yeah, for to you know, play that would make sense, right? Yeah. Like now you got a, an heir, yeah, to yeah. the armor. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, there was no short answers in any of that. We're, no, we're, no, no, no. We don't want them. We don't want short answers. Right. So one more question for you. We'll go Star Wars now. Star Wars. Yeah. Do you think Kylo Ren will be redeemed in Episode Nine? I can't. I can't say anything other than, of course. <laughs> how? Because it's Star Wars. <laughs> yes. I mean, there is there is definitely uh, a, a finite universe. It is nine, and we're going to see them, you know, go off into those spin-off universes that don't seem to work currently. Yeah. yeah. But I think that without that bloodline of redemption, mm. it's it's not the way Lucas would, I think, think it through. I feel like yeah. he's been family. This has been a family. Uh, series yeah. since day one, and I think to emerge into the light is probably how he will. I don't think he'll come out unscathed. Yeah, body parts come off all the time in the universe. <laughs> right, right, right. Someone's got to lose an arm at some Someone's point. Someone's got to lose yeah. an arm. <laughs> I think though that we are definitely. Uh, I think we're going to have a swelling feeling like we had in, in Star Wars mm. four episode, the first one we saw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they get their medals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's going to redeem himself, and I think he's going to, he's going to, in my mind, they're going to destroy the dark side. It mm. would have to be, there might be still a little glimmer at the very end. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think he's going to take it down. What do you guys think? Interesting. We haven't given our answer to this yet. You want to? Yeah, we haven't talked to, I don't, I haven't, no, I haven't decided. I've decided. I haven't decided what I want. Oh, true. I'm not sure if I want him to be redeemed or not. I think I do. Why wouldn't you want him to be redeemed? I don't know. Satisfaction? He killed Han Solo. <laughs> he killed Han Solo, but he has to have that regret, right? Yeah. He yeah. needs to have stained himself and see himself as yeah. irredeemable. And yeah. yet, that's where his redemption will come from, don't you think? Yeah. I think I do, I do want it, but I don't want him to survive it. So similar to what Vader did. Like, do something good to redeem himself in the end, but pay the ultimate price for it. Yeah. yeah. You know? What about you, Jay? Well, I think I actually don't want him to redeem himself, but only to break the chain. So I think you're 100% right, buddy. Like, this is the way that Star Wars is done. But I think we, we looked at it and we said, Ryan Johnson is willing, was willing to break that. Now, is J.J. Abrams willing to break that? Probably not. So you're probably right. However, in my, in my scenario, I would like to see them just go a different direction and make him just live into the evil even more in episode nine. Because you've got so many characters that I think we were rooting for to be good anyways, and not, not everybody can be good. There's no other ultimate evil anymore. Hux is not evil enough, right? Like, it's not going to be satisfying <laughs> if Hux dies at the end, and you're like, oh, yeah, we, so evil was defeated. Do you think he's going to die when he decides to redeem himself, and will he succeed, or you're seeing some other... I, well, I'm, th- I'm, I'm thinking... So if I had to guess, if, I, if you told me put money down, I would say I think you're right and that they're going to go redemption arc with him. But if you ask me what I would like to see from a storytelling perspective, I'd just like to see him be more evil and for them not to even try to redeem him at all. He just rejects, 
he rejects the light and just really? goes full dark. Yeah. And I, and I'm, I love redemptive arcs, so don't get me wrong. I love that, but who was the dude that? Who was the dude? Uh, Michael, uh, whatever, who died in uh, Guardians Two? The guy with the the mohawk. I Michael forget. Rooker. Rooker. Yondu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that movie has heart because he was able to redeem himself. Absolutely. Yeah. And Absolutely. We, we're Americans. We like yeah. we like redemption. We do love redemption. We, we like that swell of music. Yeah. Yeah, and I do. I think I do want to see him get redeemed, but I don't want to see the aftermath of that if he lives. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I'm not interested in all the conversations of like, okay, you did a good thing, you saved somebody. Now let's talk about all that shit you did before that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to see that conversation. So I guess I kind of want him to redeem himself, but still have to pay the price. Does to he do need it. to be a martyr? Maybe not necessarily martyred, but maybe a sacrificial death. You know? Yeah. I don't know if it, I don't know if he has to die for a cause per se, but I don't know. That's I don't know tough, how it man. Work. That's yeah. tough. There's a lot of redemption in Star Wars too, man. I mean, we didn't get it really in the prequel trilogy as much, obviously, because we knew what was coming after that. Uh, we knew there's that. a lot of things we didn't get in the prequel trilogy. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Um, but we did get it in Rogue One to a certain extent because Cassian Andor was kind of like a, kind of a gray character who was definitely redeemed in the end. Um, even Jin, to a certain extent, was redeemed in the end. We got it with Vader. I guess I, what I'm saying is I don't necessarily need to see it again, but I think it's likely to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any other takes? Any other takes? No, man, this is, this is good. I, now I'm going to be listening to this podcast. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff. We hooked good. you. Yeah. This is good. I like that. We have fun doing this all the time. Well, thanks for sitting down with us, man. No, thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, thanks for coming to Long Beach Comic Expo yeah. and, and uh, chatting up random people who come to your oh thanks for stopping by yeah Yeah. that was awesome yeah great content great take yeah see you online (laughs) (laughs) hey we're back again at the long beach comic expo and sitting in our booth right now is one of our very very good friends mr michael young welcome back sir oh yeah it's good to be back (laughs) (laughs) one of our favorite guests of all time have I do, have I been on the most? I'm trying to you, think. You have a five timers jacket at this point. Oh I'm yeah, pretty yeah, sure, I do. Right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I have I have you know an appearance amount to defend. Yeah, that's sure I've been on the most. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think you've been on the most for sure for anybody who we haven't made a co-host. <laughs> oh, that's true. Because we just had two people that that's have been right, on yeah. a lot that we yeah, made they co-hosts. They don't count. They're co-hosts. Not yeah, yeah. They don't, they don't count. No, they don't count. <laughs> we would make you a co-host if you live closer. Oh, I keep yeah, trying to convince actually, Michael yeah. to move closer. So move. He's <laughs> like, just move. Yeah. Don't, just move. Get out of there. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man, so how are you guys doing? We're good, man. Yeah, we're doing good. We're good. We're having fun at our first convention. <laughs> Woohoo! So, <laughs> collecting a lot of content, asking the difficult questions that we always ask. Okay. They okay. are difficult. Before right. we get there, though, remind everybody about Nerd Soul. Right, Let them know so what you do. Nerd Soul is basically hip hop times geek so we talk star wars we talk twitter news <laughs> we talk some gaming every now and then we talk comic books uh so for instance this week we talked about of course you know 21 savage we talked about drake a little bit the grammys but we also talked about star trek discovery we also talked about black panther's quest the animated series and black lightning's new episode that came out monday yeah you leave no stone unturned you cover no, all the angles. i know <laughs> You're like the busiest guy that we know. It's crazy. I'm going to have to watch Doom Patrol and see if I like it or not. I'm excited to watch it. I haven't watched it yet. Hopefully it's good. I I hope it's good. I watched the opening credits because they released those a couple days early. 
And just that was beautiful. Ah, uh, cool, uh, cool. That's cool. It's cool. Well, we're going to throw a couple areas at you that we know you like. Cool. All right. We'll start with the dark question. Who do you think <laughs> is most likely to die in Avengers Endgame? Um, I know this is sounds like an easy one, but I guess Iron Man. That was, I'll go oh, with him first. Oh, no. You're, you're choosing Daryl's side on this <laughs> one. I think, I think Iron Man will probably go. Um, if not Iron Man, I know it sounds weird. But they might be teeing up for Thor to take a hand. Yes. They might. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we can all still be friends, apparently. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, I don't know. I don't know why it seems like those two for me. Captain America, I don't think he'll die. I think he might move on, mm-hmm. but I don't think he'll die. Interesting. I think he might be like, you know, all right, we've done all this. I'm, I'm leaving. And then, of course, I expect some kind of incorporation of X-Men and Fantastic Four, yeah. you know, after they unsnap or fix or go back in time or whatever they do or change reality or whatever it is, yeah. you know. Do you so. think we'll get any hints of that in this movie? Like a shot of the Baxter building or some crazy thing like that? I'll say this, and I know this sounds weird. Instead of an end credit scene, I think we'll get like an end credits like ten minutes short film, <laughs> like, a, like a short film, like those things like Pixar would do before a movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we're gonna end up getting like say an extra ten minutes where it's like, oh, oh, there's mutants, <laughs> there's, like, there's, and like, because I mean they could always play it in a way, they could play it in a way where say if they if they unsnap. You know, they could, you know, uh, the Fantastic Four could just appear. Mm, or you yeah. can have the Fantastic Four appear out of some kind of pocket dimension that they've always been in. And they come yeah. out like, hey, is it like 1960-something? It's like, no, man, it's 2019. <laughs> That's cool. I like <laughs> so, that. So, I mean, they could That'd do awesome. that. There's, there's a ton of, like, different ways. And then, of course, unsnapping or however they do it could create the advent of mutation. They could do that easily. Yeah, that's true. Or they could do a backdoor for the scrolls and just have it where scrolls have, you know, been experiment- experimenting on mutants for whatever, mm. and the mutants finally broke free and were able to come back. So Ooh, they could, they could like play that. it a couple ways. How awesome right. would it be if they had Hugh Jackman show up as Wolverine and he no, stabs? It's gotta be somebody else. He man. stabs Thanos <laughs> through the chest and Thanos goes like this and he's done. Just <laughs> 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 snaps and he's done. Oh man, it, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. It's it's messed up because he's done so well. Yeah. As <laughs> as Wolverine, especially in Logan, and then you're like, oh man. We got to move on. Well, I mean, of course, we got to move on from all these guys, but it's like, man, <laughs> he finally got a chance to be in, like, a Logan movie, like yeah. uh, like a, a real Wolverine movie. Yeah. And it shows how tragic, you know, tragic his life really is. But then you're like, man, so now Disney has it? We can't get another, just one more movie? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> now they're going to have Johnny Depp play Wolverine now. Wow. Oh, that would be the worst. Yeah. Wow, would that be. would be that would be interesting. <laughs> if you said like, well, who's your list of the the, the worst people to play Wolverine? Johnny Depp. He'd be on it. He's Johnny sure Depp is. There. Oh man! Wow. Shia LaBeouf. You know what? <laughs> I mean, I'm down with if they want to. Depending on how they want to, if they want to go kind of like a new X Men route or like X Men Blue or something like that. 
um, is X Men Blue or Red? I can't remember, but they can always oh, bring they have up. Both. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, they can bring up the young lady that was X twenty three or not X twenty three. She was. Um, oh yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, guess she was X twenty three, but yeah. in the movie they kind of changed it. Yeah, a little yeah, bit. yeah. Laura. Yeah, they yeah. can bring in Laura, and I mean, she's a great actress. She killed it as someone who was like a mute, technically, yeah. sort of for a second. Yeah. And she was like, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> so, she so went from really, being mute to knowing Spanish to knowing English yeah. in about like yeah. <laughs> three she was seconds. Like, oh, I can speak. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Don't feel like speaking. I can speak multiple <laughs> languages. That's what it was. So it would it would be cool and we could just say, hey, this is our Wolverine, like the all new Wolverine thing. Yeah. yeah. So you could run that. Um I wouldn't be mad. She's younger, so you could have like kind of like a younger, like new X-Men team around her. So you could do That's that. Cool. Um and then sort but do you want to bring in that kind of I guess lore from another movie from another franchise. It feels like a lot to bite off. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's for the actress, it's easy, but for the correlation, yeah. it's kind of like, do you want to do that? Right. I mean, I guess you can, but it's it's a stretch sometimes. Yeah. Which sucks because it's like these are some great like actors and actresses, <laughs> and you're like, oh, we gotta lose them because of the Fox thing. <laughs> so, all right, so well, we, we're all over. staying friends because yes. he said Thor and Iron Man, so we're all still friends. <laughs> yes. Um, let's go over to the other corner of Disney. Episode 9. Do you want Kylo Ren to be redeemed? Um, or do you think he will be redeemed? Yeah. No, I don't think they're teeing it up for him to be redeemed. And I don't think he should be. I think he... I, th- I, would, I would rather see him stay evil or die evil. Mm. Um instead of kind of like repeating the sort of steps, even though I guess when you're at death's door, you do kind of look back and say, man, I could have did this, I should have did this. So I guess they could go that route, but there's so much anger and hate pent up in him, I don't think it's gonna stop. But I am glad that they wrapped shooting. So yeah, they wrapped shooting. Like we got the photo, right? you yeah. Know, so. And people I, have already been dissecting that photo like crazy, I, like looking at like, the back. They're in the, they're in the desert. Gonna, they're going to do something in the desert. It's like, it's like they're probably always going to do something in the desert. That's right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, even in uh, episode eight, which I enjoyed to other yeah. people's dismay, like, <laughs> which I enjoyed, they kind of went to the desert with crate, sort of in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was desert-ish. That's true, Salty yeah. desert. Yeah, salt, salt flats. Yeah. <laughs> and one of like another one of the best moments like yo Luke did an astral projection and then at the end was like seeing you around kid yeah <laughs> take it easy so great. That's <laughs> like, great. take it easy uh. <laughs> okay so I agree with you I think that it should go darker with him and that it mm-hmm. should just get more intense but my question my second question is if they were to redeem him do you think he has to die hmm you could go the route where he has to die or maybe the route where he's always trying to, like, repay his debt. Mm. Like, and you can use that as a character fault in itself yeah. in, say, 10, 11, and 12, where he's trying so hard to repay his debt mm. that he creates new problems. There you go. You can do that. Um, I don't or know if you could bring work. things full circle, and by trying to repay his debt, we learn that he's really Tony Stark. Oh, <laughs> it's like it's like. Oh, I always knew it. Can you think of two more opposite characters than than the whiny, yeah. very um, overly emotional Kylo? Well, yeah, him and, and the, Cap. They're probably more. And he has opposite. way too much yeah, power true. to be that emotional. He has way too much power. Way yeah. too much. Now power. I got a question for you guys. Okay, how do you think the First Order plays out now? 
because Ooh. it's out in the open that Kylo is not fast friends <laughs> with uh man now Hux. he's slipping uh yeah, Hux. Hux. yeah 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 and it's been seen in front of the troops so do you see sides being taken maybe maybe a coup because he did try to kill him on a sneak tip <laughs> he was like he was like now's my chance and he was like oh man yeah totally <laughs> so i would love to see i would love it if their sort of victory over the First Order in Episode 8. Mm-hmm. I know they didn't vanquish them or anything, but the spark of hope, I would love to see that kind of get paid off. Maybe the First Order is not so much the threat in Episode 9 as it is the Knights of Ren. Okay. Uh, Alright. Okay. Knights and maybe of Kylo like, I can get down with that. Did, like, starts so to bring you, it down himself. I don't know. Yeah, because you could have a situation where you have that kind of like, you know, he, him and Hux ain't getting along, and he's like, well, I'm going to bring in the Knights of Ren. These are my people. Yeah. I do what I want. I don't think he has any particular <laughs> love for the First Order. Me. I don't yeah, think he, he really he cares. That was more Snoke's thing yeah. than his. He's just using he just it wants for his own power. personal purposes. Yeah, yeah, he just wants power and control. And he, so do, he does seem to want to like have a government system behind him, though. Yeah. Right? Like, like because he's going to burn it all down to build something else up. It's, see, yeah. it's like not like anarchy, I don't think. You think? Hmm. No, I don't think he wants anarchy. I think it's way more personal than that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's real personal. Like, it's kind of maybe like a like a, I know what's best kind of thing. And but I don't know how that plays out because I don't think he has enough control over himself. It's it's not a it's not like an emperor situation or even a Snoke situation, um, or maybe even a Vader situation. His is so emotional. You never know where he's gonna be at. Mm. Um, so uh, I don't know how he plays out. Yeah. And of course, you got you know you got Ray. Yeah. So we don't know how she's gonna play. Hopefully, yeah. she. I mean, maybe she dies. Who knows? I mean, that would be crazy if she did. Yeah, it'd be crazy. But I mean, who knows? Because we know there's gonna be a 10, 11, 12. There's. Yeah. I we, hope we, we get assume. some crazy. Like yeah, I want because there, I episode love episode eight. eight. I think yeah. Ryan Johnson killed it. So I would love yeah. more curveballs. I I think the biggest problem with episode eight is that it subverted expectations yeah. too much. See, for yeah. me, I was like, "Oh, this is cool." For other people, they were like, "No, we've been talking about Snoke yeah, for yeah, like yeah. ten years. <laughs> <laughs> I have a whole story <laughs> planned out, and you ruined it." Yeah. So okay, so I like your Knights of Ren angle if the Knights of Ren come back in nine, but <laughs> I, I don't know. I think I would like to see the first order to your, to your question. I would like to see the first order be seen as sort of like the evil empire again. Like oh, okay. when, when we start episode nine, I kind of want it to be jumped ahead into the future. And the first order is a significant threat again. Oh, okay. Okay. And then, the, and then obviously like they're going to have to, to try and raise up an army from the rebel side. Right. Yeah. But I would like to see that kind of story take place. Like, like Poe Dameron has learned his lessons. He's not as selfish as he was in the in the Last Jedi. Yeah. But I don't think they can raise the army around Hux because of all the characters that Ryan Johnson, um, if all the characters of all the characters Ryan Johnson dealt with in eight, I think he did the biggest disservice to Hux because Hux wasn't. We didn't see Hux is super powerful in The Force Awakens, but after The Last Jedi, I don't know. I mean, he, he kind of disrespected Hux at, at multiple points. How long do you think Hux is going to survive the first movie? Like, how the, quickly into... The first movie, sorry. <laughs> episode 9. How quickly into that do you think he's going to die? Like, 
I mean, 10, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> he could die off screen, maybe. Nah, they won't do that. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, because I see, I don't see how this thing plays out between him and Kylo exactly. over and over every no. single day. Kylo's exactly. Take him out. Like, and if Kylo doesn't take him out, do you think that Hux is going to just let him keep slamming him up against walls? No, he's going to plan to, like, kill him in his sleep or, yep. like, you know, yep. maybe get him when he's eating lunch. I don't know. <laughs> what, if in the Kylo dies? what if Kylo dies in the first five minutes? Hux Yo. kills him. <laughs> Episode nine, The Rise of Hux. <laughs> <laughs> the Rise of Hux. You know what? I'm not, I'm really not mad at that. Because <laughs> I think, I think Hux is the kind of leader that could turn the whole galaxy against the First Order. He could be like mm. a real evil because le- he's he's one of those true believer types. Yeah. Like, he was definitely up Snoke's butt. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, he really like, he really believed everything he like said. Yeah. And even, even when he like, even when uh, Kylo, um, uh, what was it in the first movie when he walks past Kylo and he's like, "Hi, I told Dad on you." Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like <laughs> he had like this look. So it's, I think Hux could really be, from an organizational standpoint, point more evil than Kylo. But Kylo has the power. Yeah. Right. Kylo has exactly. the actual power. Yeah. I do really like Donald Gleason. So. Yeah, he's he's, he's, he's good. His character is, is a wuss. So I feel like he gets overlooked in this movie, but he's really good as an actor. I mean, they could change his character around and make him tougher, but they just... I mean, Ryan Johnson was using him for, for jokes, yeah. essentially. Yeah. You know? It's, and the, the I guess the weird thing now is, is there going to be a time jump? Right. Is right. there going to be a time jump? And then how long? Yeah. Because even though we did get a spark of hope, it was not looking good for, you know... I yeah. mean, you're talking about a call from Leia to the whole galaxy... And everybody was like, nah, I'm cool. Yeah, I'm busy. <laughs> hey, nah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. That's true. Nah, you're on your own. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I thought at least, like, you know, at least, like, Lando would show up. Yeah. But, like, yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. showed. So that that was crazy. Yeah. And But Lando's guaranteed in episode nine, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. He is. Well, at least he's shot footage. We don't know. If I not, can't wait to see. But he'll probably make it. I can't wait to see that. That sounds Especially awesome. Especially knowing the stuff that we know from Solo. Yeah. Which is a movie that I've come around on. At first, that was a movie where I'm like, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. But now I've gone back and watched it. I'm like, this movie shows exactly, of all the all the facade he throws up, Solo shows how sentimental Han Solo really is. Mm, that's a great It point. shows how sentimental he really, all the stuff he keeps, all the stuff he remembers, all the stuff he remarks upon, that dude is a softie. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> that dude is a big softie. A very big softie. I think you're totally right. Yeah, <laughs> that, and that and and what would you say scale of one to ten solo? Um, scale of one to ten, I'd probably say it like seven, seven point two five now after I've rewatched okay. it. That's fair. I'm, I'm pretty strong on it now. I, at first, I was just like, uh, well, I guess it's okay. I was kind of middle of the road on it because I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was great. Right. But now after watching it again, didn't uh, you record times, a podcast with Alexis and? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and Mark? Uh, Lexus and Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on I Jedi remember, Alliance, I think, way back. I remember listening to that, yeah. Um, and just, uh, like, now seeing how sentimental he is, I'm like, wow, this really reframed a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. just that there's the moments, like, the name and everything that, 
I remember sitting with Alexis. All right, so I'm sitting with Alexis in the theater. And then he's like, he's like, what's your name? He's like, Han. He's like, what's your family's name or whatever? He's like, I don't have family or something like that. Oh, and he was like, no. hmm. so, And like the second he said solo, like Alexis looked at me and we had like the biggest eye roll. I think the whole theater was just like, ah. Yeah. That's the worst part of that film for sure. Yeah. You take that out of the movie and I think people aren't, aren't too mad at it, but that it's because he's known for being Han Solo and then getting his name from an Imperial. Yeah. And just, why would you know, he keep it? Why would he keep that? Yeah. yeah you why know would what I mean? Keep that? Doesn't it, make any sense. But, um, but then you have great stuff like seeing the ground war, seeing how dirty, the war was because I mean we we were just like oh it's Star Wars and right. you know you know Luke was around and you know things happen and then laser you swords see, are cool yeah but when you see like on the ground and they're like decimating this planet and then even Han Solo's like it's not our planet yeah <laughs> it's not our planet and just to see how like it's the fog of war it's just it was shot kind of like Saving Private Ryan or somewhere it's like you can't see anything <laughs> right, it's right, just right. lasers flying around <laughs> and you're like hoping you don't get shot totally <laughs> It's like it's just dirt and sand flying, and you're just like, I should not have signed up. For this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Way too stressful. In fact, that kind of ties that kind of that part of Solo kind of ties pretty well with Rogue One. From yeah, that, yeah. From that war perspective, right? Yeah, like, it kind of looked where it's like everything was like dirty yeah. and kind of even on Scarif. No, I just like how the Empire made everybody like live a horrible life. And then on Scarif, it was like all nice and tropical. I'm like, what are you? Hold up. It's like, it's all nice here. It's like like the Bahamas of planets. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Where should we put our, uh, what what do they have there? The the plans to the Death Star and whatever else there is on on Scarif? It's like, where should we put our our home base? Ah, Scarif's real nice. (laughs) (laughs) Michael, dude, thanks for sitting down with us. Thank you, thank you. We got to get you back in the studio. Yes. You need to work on your 10 timers jacket. Um, the awards. Oh, yeah. the awards. Yeah, the awards. We're running a little behind on those this year, but we're going to get we there. We are behind on those, yeah, but <laughs> there's too much other stuff going on. Always a pleasure, Michael. Understood. One of Understood. my favorite yes. guests. The awards, yes. Move cool. next. Move out next to us. <laughs> get to Orange County. Yeah. yeah. All the way. To yeah, all County. the way. All the way. <laughs> All right, Story Geeks, that's it for day one of Long Beach Comic Expo, but there is a second day coming up, and hopefully we'll have some more recordings for you to play for you there. Again, we'll be podcasting live from the booth, so go check it out, and then hopefully check out all the content on our podcast feed. Thanks for listening. Also, just special note, um, I am going to have some additional content with Michael Young. Michael Young and I talked about Daredevil, and of all things, Daredevil compares itself to the Book of Job. And we spent some time talking about that. I'm going to list that on the Aftercast on our Patreon account. Thanks for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Bye.